welcome to Emma's podcast. In today's podcast, we're going to do again a little twist that Emma likes to do. That's called a collaboration. And I had the pleasure to meet somebody actually via an app and we had a great conversation and I was so curious about what his foundation do. Then I asked him to just come and talk to me today. His name is Andrew J. Donasson, and he's the founder and executive director and STEAM program director of, it seems like a beautiful, actually, um, nonprofit organization called APIC. So he's a South Florida native and University of Miami alums. Uh, A.J. Donasson has nearly two decades of teaching and academic mentoring experience. In his career, he has successfully serviced more than 500 students in a variety of subjects, crafting a unique and comprehensive methodology that guarantees student cooperation and success. For his academic mentoring methodology, each student is guaranteed to increase at least one grade level or more, raising in yeah, raised in Miami, love Miami actually, by a single mother, AJ often uh, leaned on mentors throughout his youth to help guide him and fill the void left by an absent father. The positive encouragement and guidance from his own mentors sparked the desire to provide the same for students in his community. Donaldson's passion to help those in need culminated into the establishment of the EPIC Foundation. So I picked up this from uh, the website, but what a beautiful, uh, very beautiful snapshot uh, of who you are. So hi, AJ, how are you doing on this absolutely fine morning? I'm I'm doing fantastic. I appreciate that very well, uh, very much. I appreciate you, uh, uh, your research. I was surprised and, and pleasantly shocked by all that you just read, and I appreciate uh, the the introduction. It was an amazing introduction, and I would love to add the fact that we have now serviced and supported and impacted well over a thousand children now. Um, so I'm very, very excited about what we have going on here in Florida and throughout the U.S. Okay, so um, question, what got you started, first of all, to, uh, to do that? What inspired you to do that? Because I need more detail wow. on that. What got you started and get you going and creating that foundation and being able to help uh, underprivileged children? Well, there, there are a lot of motivations. Um, number one, I give all credit to my mother who worked extremely hard to raise me with a lot of discipline and love. Um, she was and is a entrepreneur herself. So I was raised witnessing entrepreneurship. I was raised witnessing uh, education in a music fashion because she had a music business, has a music business. Um, and so I was raised around students and kids my own age, younger, older, and so forth, and just seeing uh, an impact being made through music education. So that's one, my mother. Uh, two, my own story growing up without a father uh, and leaning on mentors, be it if it's male or female or otherwise, you know, leaning on professionals for uh, the growth that I was able to sustain throughout my years. And then last but not least, uh, my own experience going through the school system down here in South Florida. Uh, and our U.S. school system in general, 
uh, knowing and being aware of all the pitfalls and areas that failed me um, that went from uh, anger and just frustration turned into a passion and drive. Nice. At least you, at least you were able to channel that into something that helped others. Right. That's beautiful. I thank you. Yes. No, no, seriously. That's great. So your work was um, becoming as being a teacher. Am I correct? You were or you still are a teacher? I spent some time in the classroom. Uh, I don't necessarily, I didn't make a career out of it. I, I, I spent two different occasions in the classroom refining my craft okay. uh, and just providing services to the community. My alma mater, I went there, I volunteered. I didn't even get paid uh, for one of the seasons that I taught. It was really just to, uh, you know, the proof of concept that from a corporate learning environment versus the customizable individual services that these kids absolutely need the accommodations that they need to really be successful. Um, so I would go in a classroom periodically for a year or two uh, and just ex exercise that skill set and exercise that mission. Okay. So why the word epic? Wow. I mean, well, epic actually is an acronym. <laughs> epic is an acronym, uh, just like almost everything else in education. Uh, it's an acronym that stands for experienced professionals impacting communities. So what I love about the acronym, it allows us to really help people understand who we are, what we're about from the very beginning without even having to, you know, know the mission statement and all those formalities. Yep. And then of course the term epic as definition of unusual size, you know, so the, the mission that we're on, the movement that we've now pushed for mentoring and the whole unschooling concept, you know, it is truly epic. It is actually, it's, it's very, very interesting. So how is your mentorship works? Um, not only at the level of a student, but how people can step in and become a mentor. Wow. I appreciate that question. I mean, that's, that's a very dynamic question as it pertains to our organization, because yeah, Epic, the Epic Foundation has three focus areas to answer your question. Um, our foundation began with scholarships, right? We were providing yeah. financial aid for students in low to moderate income homes. And so initially people donated. That's, that's obviously we are a nonprofit organization, foundation. So we exist off of contribution and things of those nature, right? Grants, uh, corporate sponsorships, individual donations, et cetera. So a lot of people would donate their money, but then as we invested in these kids' lives, as we were able to show up and bridge a gap, especially when it came to a financial need, um, even thinking of the pandemic where we had emergency funds for a lot of students who could not afford the laptop computers in order for them to do their distance learning, um, a lot of that stuff then evolved organically into mentorship. Obviously, I have a long history of mentoring via a tutoring industry of my for-profit company, United Mentors. So bringing my skill set over to the Epic Foundation and utilizing those skills in developing independent mentoring programs allows people now to not only give of their money, but also to be able to give of their time. 
So it's easy. They simply go to our website, epicsouthflorida.org. It's E-P-I-C South Florida, spelled all the way out, .org. They can click on programs and apply. Apply to be a mentor. And we communicate, we contact you. We go through a series of, of course, screening processes, background checks, evaluations, not only just to see if you're a right fit, because we believe everybody has a story that they can pay forward, but to know that the placement, which is the most critical part of mentoring, is done correctly. So you're basically a true, what I will call it, matchmaker. <laughs> I love that you said that. <laughs> I love that yeah. you said that because we used to call ourselves the match.com of yes. tutoring companies, my other company. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Okay. So basically the children are safe to have a mentor that fits with their needs and not have somebody that doesn't match anything they need at all. So that basically help them to be Absolutely. successful. And it motivates them, right? Yeah. Because let's be honest, when we were all in our teenage years, maybe even to our 20s, we all go through those rebellious stages, right? That's called a hormone issue <laughs> in my book. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So there becomes that season in all of our lives. Yes that we don't want to necessarily hear from mom and dad at that point, mom and or dad. Nope. So who are we listening to? You know, are we listening to our friends? Sometimes yep. there's a dynamic teacher that's very influential in our lives. So we're just more intentional. We're more purposeful in regarding the fact that it really does take a village to raise a child. And you don't want that village to be made up of people you don't know and don't trust. Exactly. So for your mentors, are the mentors all based in South Florida or how can they be uh, uh, from the U.S., across the U.S.? Well, that, that's a great question. And the answer is yes. <laughs> so saying yes generally is because what's amazing about some of the things that came out of the pandemic is Zoom, just like what we're on right now. The yes. opportunity to be able to reach and, and connect and impact a child is now boundless, which is profound because now we have an opportunity to work with mentors throughout the U.S. and throughout the world, which mm -hmm. is incredible because now we don't have to be so rigid. We don't have to be so limited and only being in a place of mentor with a child based on location. I love it. So becoming, yeah, you're becoming boundless. You are free now to be able to be a mentor. So for people who are interested and want to know about uh, APIC, just as an FYI, uh, you can go on the APICSouthFlorida.org, uh, click on the mentorship and apply because obviously doing it now electronically, which is awesome via Zoom or other form uh, of communication is uh, open, which is great. It's good to know. And I think it gives a little bit more, um, I will say, um, how, how I'm going to phrase this, opportunities for people to be a mentor and have different maybe a view set and teaching that can basically help children, especially when you're not now local, but you come in, you, you're on the stage of uh, um, international and national in the same way. So I, I love it. I love the, that gives the opportunities to people to help children. Now you're talking about, uh, you talked about first that uh, scholarship. 
So if I'm, uh, how mm. do people connect with you and how do they know about you in South Florida? And is it only located in South Florida or are you expanding this to more than South Florida for the scholarship? Well, growth, growth, growth. We have had an incredible opportunity to grow this year. We are very excited about 2022 and already projecting into 2023 because of the pure fact that we have now extended our reach, not only throughout South Florida and all of Florida, but throughout the entire US of A. We now have mentors and mentees in New Jersey. We have children that we are now looking to service in Austin, Texas, California, and as I said, the limits are now boundless, which is incredible. And even being a young man who was born here in the state of Florida, yep. but grew up by way of Jamaica, my whole family's Jamaican, having that background, having that opportunity to be international sits near and dear to my heart. So, and even as a mentor, we have, in, in fact, <laughs> we have one young lady who went to school here at Florida Memorial University, who is now a brain surgeon who's in Trinidad, who mentors kids. Fabulous. Who better? Yeah. Who better to work in biology and chemistry than a trained physician? Who better to work with your child in math than a trained engineer like myself? People who can actually answer that question that we've probably all said at one point in our childhood and adolescence and growth, how am I going to use this in life? Yeah, exactly. And that's a great inspiration as well, knowing that the sky is the limits for the children and you're not stuck to do something that doesn't inspire you. Absolutely. And I, listen, I am not one as an individual myself personally, and there's no judgment to anyone. I'm not one to say that our mission, our cause, our foundation is better than anyone else's. I cannot turn to someone who is donating towards cancer research and tell them, don't do that, donate to us. No, we know there, there are some incredible nonprofit organizations out there doing amazing things in this world. We are simply the organization that's bridging the gap that exists in education. We are the organization that is aligning with all of these nonprofit organizations so that there are no more gaps. And even to this point with the pandemic and everything that's happened, black holes and voids where these children disappear and you yep. do not want to see what they reappear as. Yeah, I agree. And I think that the future to give to other charities start with the children because if they got the right path, the right passion, the right uh, job, then they will be able to contribute to right. society than being left behind. Um, so how, uh, what are the youngest children or how old are the youngest children so far that comes to your foundation? Well, we've had the pleasure, the honor, the opportunity to work with almost all ages. We have had children who have been as young as six years old, who we've been able to at the very least refer to get the proper services that they needed at that season in their lives and what they yeah. happen to be going through. And we've had, you know, grown 
students, right? I say young adults who are of the age of 22, 23 that we've helped get through college and get through trade and vocational schools. So we've had a wide range, but with that said, we have had now the opportunity to really, really refine and create a narrow focus this year in particular in a particular county called Broward County here in South Florida, one of the largest counties in Florida as a whole, for the kids who are aged 16 and 17 years old specifically because of what has happened over the last two years due to the pandemic. With all those things that have gone on, and we still provide services, we still provide scholarships across the board, but our board of trustees and our board of directors has allotted that we have a specific budget dedicated to that space of children because of what happened in school. So that when now we have this large percentage of kids who unfortunately would not be able to go to college because their grades declined, they're, they're dealing with trauma, they're dealing with all these mental issues and challenges that they're going through right now and cannot and do not fit the traditional track to college, what do they do? So we have had the opportunity now to create what we call an access program right, our mentor cohort, where we're now in Broward County schools recruiting specific kids so that we can prove to the world what works. Okay, that, that is great to hear because again, when you cannot go through the traditional school, what you're left to do, the mm. trade school, what are they, uh, how do you approach the kids? And how do you define or how do you help them to define what they would like to do? Because we're talking 16, 17, 17 years old kids. And I'm sorry, you could ask me even when I was younger, what would you do? I have no idea. So don't ask me at 16 and 17. Some people know. I don't. Even in my 20s, even in my 30s, actually. All right, I don't know. I'm just doing some fun things and I'm learning. But don't ask me what I, what I like to do because I don't know. So how do you help them for those kids to put them or try to put them on the right track? That's a great question. And of course, you know, the proverbial question that gets asked these kids a lot, and I love to preface it where like, hey, I know a lot of old people ask you this all the time. Uh, forgive me, but Yo, this people. is just kind of an icebreaker to get <laughs> to know you a little bit better. But one of the questions are, what are you, what do you want to be when you grow up, right? Exactly. That's the question you hear a lot, Emma. Oh, uh, uh, what do you want to be? I don't know what I want to be when I yeah. grow up, right? I'm enjoying being a teenager right now. Leave me alone. Yep. And so what's amazing about that opportunity is really being able to evaluate, number one, their personality. Let's get to know these kids on a personal level because Emma, I assure you, if we went back in time and if I sat down with the 16-year-old Emma, who, you know, we know that that was only 10 or 15 years ago, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Again, 15 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so if we were sitting there with young 16-year-old Emma getting to know her personality, yeah. that would help us to narrow down some of the areas that we know she would be best suited for. Is Emma great at math? Is Emma great at speaking? Is Emma great? Does she have the type of a personality that she's approachable? There are certain profiles of careers that already exist out there that unfortunately the school model does not have the dynamics in place to help narrow that gap for our kids. So just getting to know these kids. And then a part of that is also then exposing them to various career opportunities so they 
can get closer to what their true purpose is in this world. So how do you expose them? Do they go to and do some, uh, what do you call it? Um, I'm forgetting my word in English. Oops. Um, not a mentorship, but internship. Or like internships? How, yeah. How do you do that? How do you expose them for them to be, to go there? Is it an internship you do with well, companies or how do you, because I don't know if I'm a kid, 16 years old, I said, well, you know, you should looking at maybe retail. Should I like, I said, yeah, what do I care? But I would be interested to instead said, hey, can you do an internship and go there for a couple of weeks, uh, work for that company and see how you like it? I don't know. How do you approach a kid and expose them to what might be a path for them, a career? Well, that, that's such a profound question because you just hit the nail on the head. You know, this is something that has existed for a long time, internships. But yeah. let's evolve that thing and let's add on. Let's not limit ourselves. So you have yeah. internships that have a specific function. We have apprenticeships that have a specific functions. We have shadowing opportunities. All of this is incredibly based on two things. One, our corporate sponsors, those individuals, those corporations that we've reached out to that have really caught the fire and flame of the Epic Foundation. For example, Draft Pros Inc. Big shout out to Draft Pros Inc. They're one of the top five engineering telecommunications firms in the US. Okay. A lot of people do not know this because they hear draft pros and they immediately think of fantasy football, right? <laughs> know that this yeah. company is a highly advanced telecommunication, engineering, and even construction organization. Big shout out to CEO Corel Gomez, who is a gentleman who came over here as an immigrant who worked his backside off to make the successful career that he has with no college degree that man has a true heart for the community and has now carved out with our help a trade and vocational track within draft pros inc so now if we come across a child for example who loves video games yeah who loves gaming who's so interested in work you know what we do we take them down there for a week hey come check this out for yourself and see what it's really like Get exposed to the actual behind scenes work behind that video game, behind, you know, cable TV, behind all of the things that Draft Pros allots them. And that's for that particular track of students. Then we have attorneys. One of our board members is an attorney. We have an allotment of attorneys that are associated to the Epic Foundation. When you have a kid that grew up in a traditional home, a traditional Caribbean home like me, you have four choices growing up in my mom's house. You're either going to be a doctor, a lawyer, an engineer, or a disappointment. Okay. <laughs> I don't want and to that was why, yeah. and that's why I pursued the engineering degree, even though my mother was an educator, and I didn't realize how passionate I was about education, but I went and got an engineering degree that cost me $60,000 that I never used. Wow. If somebody would have exposed me to that engineering program when I was 18 years old, I would have made a more informed decision. decision. So just like these kids yeah. say, hey, I wanna be a lawyer. Do you? Okay, let's actually go into a law office and see what being a lawyer is like day to day. Let's actually go into a courtroom and see that you're gonna to have to have great public speaking skills in yeah. front of an audience. 
oh, I don't want to be a lawyer that bad anymore. Okay, excellent. So let's look at some other options. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I like the fact that, and that's what it's, it's so great to hear, is that, you know, if you, if you explain, to me, it's going from one years to the others. But if you experience and see from your own eyes, then you see a reality that you want to step in. And it, it brings everything to perspective to a child or to a teenager to make the right decision, the informed decision that, yeah, I will go and pursue this because this is my calling or, okay, what else do you have, AJ? Because that is not my thing. Right. So what can we find for me that fits me? Absolutely. And you know what is a big part of our careers, our purpose here in this country in particular, I can't speak towards some of the other countries that exist out there that may be listening to this, but I know for a fact in this country, the major important factor is money. Yes. Capital. Yes. I need to make money. So if I now spend four to five years of my life just trying to discover what I want to do, yeah. that is a waste of not just time, but my life especially when you end up doing it by going in debt or having to go in debt to do it, to then discover this is not something you actually want to do. That is counterproductive to the great gross domestic product. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Now, uh, you're talking about the pathway. So how did you set up that program and have the insight on how to create that path, how to create that process behind the scene. I'm curious to know, um, how did you define this? Because of, uh, did you get your mom involved in there? Who did you get involved to create that program for that career pathways? Well, I, you know, I appreciate that question because I guess this is exactly where you know, my quote unquote engineering degree came involved because I have always been and I had to go through a lot of self-discovery myself. Okay. I've always been a solutionist. Yep. I think that's just that's my nature. Right. That's my God given ability is I'm a solutionist. I can't help but see a problem and want to find a way to find that. Well, I, I locate the patterns and find a solution. Right. That's why I was always really good at music and math pattern recognition. Right. Yeah. With that said. I can't do this by myself. From day one, I have accredited a lot of my success because of, yes, my mother, but based on the wisdom that she instilled in me, but just as equally as important is all of the mentors that I sought out. So some of these mentors have also become board members and participants in our foundation. These are MBA level business individuals. These are you know, lawyers, accountants, you know, consultants, all these people who have really fallen in love with Epic and Epic's mission. We have formed a dynamic team, right, who has been able to now carve out process flow uh, and integral uh, programming and all in financial decks and, and budgets and all the things you absolutely have to do to be successful, especially in this country, you know, business modeling, so the process mastery, the self-mastery, a lot of that I credit towards our success and our acceleration going into now this year and even into next year. Um, I'm very excited, but the way I was able to do this is with the help of 
incredible human beings like Corel Gomez at Draft Pros, like Marlon <laughs> Bryan at Bryan Law, and others like them. That is uh, that is the case to say epic on this one. Uh, it seems like you had a great idea. So when is this idea of creating a foundation or helping came to you? Was it when you went going through the process mm. as a kid or as a young man? When was a time when you said, you know, I'm going through this and people need more help, kids need more help. When is your, you know, a moment came that it's like, I want to create a, an organization that helps children. Wow, I have, <laughs> you, you made me just have a throwback moment. I just I like went throwback into my moment. heart. <laughs> Let's go back to the throwback <laughs> moment. <laughs> Also, oh my goodness! Do share, so much do history. tell. I want to know. <laughs> uh, I mean, how much time do we have? There's oh, so we many... have time here. Trust me. Wow. Well, listen. There are so many dynamics, so many different moments in time in my life where that happened, right? And the the mission just continued to evolve. Yeah. The beginning of it all was my time coming out of the University of Miami. You know, I always worked from the age of 15. I always worked with people you know i worked in offices i worked for different nonprofit organizations i worked in tutoring math i worked in uh giving mentorship around music i always worked with people when i went to um because i was so busy with a dual by the way it was a double engineering degree both audio for my music and electrical so you can imagine how busy i was with that degree yeah. so playing division one football at the university of miami so needless to say, I was so busy, I didn't have as much time to work, but I still had to work for part because I got a full scholarship academically, but you know, room and board and things like that, I still had to work part-time. So it was yep. very, very tumultuous, my experience there at UM. And though I'm a cane, I love the University of Miami. I'm orange and green all day long. If I had my camera on, you'd see my football jersey behind me over my shoulder in my office. So there's a lot of pride there. But when I left UM, especially my senior year, that last year before graduating, when I really realized, when there was a major realization, what I, let's say, had done to myself or what was done to me. Yeah. That's when the frustration really settled in. And if I may, when football ended for me, dare I say I actually went through a depression for about nine to 12 months of my life. Wow. And I wasn't achieving. I went from an AB student to getting C, Ds and Fs, Is and Ws that I didn't even know existed <laughs> in college. What is an I? How did I get an I? What does that even mean, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and I was depressed. I was sitting at uh -huh. home, not working out, not active, not going out, not doing anything, watching TV, eating, sleeping. And that was about it because I was so let down because I prided myself in being that student that listened to everything my teachers and mentors told me to do. I got the 4.0 GPA. I got the 1380 SAT score. I got the full academic scholarship to UM. I busted my tail on the football team. I was the captain. I was the all-state. I was all the accolades, all the superlatives. I had them all, yet I still failed and could not understand why. I did everything you told me to do, but yet I was still 
feeling like a failure. And I had never experienced that in my life. And it finally came to me after seeking mentoring, after my mother who loves me dearly, who sacrificed all that she sacrificed to finally get me into the right environment to be exposed to mentorship on a higher level, that it finally dawned on me, it was not me. It was systematic. It was systematic. And I paused there because mm-hmm. terms and phrases that are uncomfortable, like systematic racism, for example. Yeah. We look at the word racism, regardless of uh, 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 cultural biases, gender biases, sexual bias, all these things. Ultimately, we overlook the first word systematic. Yeah. It is a system. The University of Miami system was geared towards recruiting kids like me out of the quote unquote hood who had all the accolades because it fit the agenda of their system. It did not fit the agenda of A.J. Donaldson. It did not fit the purpose of A.J. Donaldson. It has its own purpose, but it's not mine per se. I had to know my purpose, and this is exactly why we do what we do with these kids, to help them to reach to then use the system for their gain, not be used by the system. Yeah, because you're being swallowed into the system and spit it out like there's no tomorrow and you're left on a, a ditch and figure it out what just happened. Yes. Absolutely, exactly. Mm-hmm. And this is, this is my motivation. This is exactly why I do exactly what I do every single day of my life for the rest of my life because I understand the disparity I understand why that child showed up at a school and shot everybody. Yes. And we make him into a monster, but we don't understand what the system did and did not do for that young man. Yep. Because it's a cry out. It's a cry for help and there is no help. So they are pushed to the limit. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And so we want to make sure and ensure people's lives because that's something that we overlook. Oh, well, hey, they'll figure it out. It's, you know, Oh, I didn't work out for them in this way and that way. Listen, when again, I said it before, when that child resurfaces, you're going to be afraid. This is what happens in our society. Yeah. Because we are dropping our kids off and they're at school a lot of times longer than they're even at home. Yes. And the system is literally helping raise our children to the point where when they're coming home, if you are not, if you don't have the time because you're a working class citizen and you're working your butt off and just trying to keep food on the table, you won't even realize until it's too late what is really happening to your child. I agree. I totally agree. And generally they blame, and I'm not going to go into that uh, conversation, they blame what they, the kids are using. Like we're talking about shooting. They're using the gun. That's the gun's fault. No, right. there is a deeper problem first before they reach to the gun. There is something broken and we need to be able to identify it and people don't see it. They don't right. identify it because the children become invisible into that school system. Right. That's, and then systematically, scary, it becomes yeah. a response or reaction yeah. to what happened versus being proactive. Yes. So basically, so I agree wholeheartedly. And I mean, that was. You know, and I really trigger my passion. Emma, thank you so much for this opportunity to speak to I'm you today. Very good. I'm very good at that. So don't worry about it. Just go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> That's why I wanted to talk to you. I wanted to know more about it. I want the insight, not the fluffy things. I want to know why you got it started. What was the reason? What brought you to where you are today with yep. that foundation? 
And you know what? There's a big root in the middle of all this mentoring and all that we do. And it's a very heart centered, love based movement at the end of the day, because the reason why I started on this path after I came out of that depression is out of love. It was out of love for a coach that I had in high school that I found out he had MS. When I found out that he had MS, I went to go visit him during that same season. God bless that it was divine timing that I happened to be in his office when his daughter came in crying because she was used to being a straight A student and then ended up failing a trigonometry class or trigonometry test for a class she didn't have any business being in in the first place. And I was there out of love for her family and for her to catch her before she fell deeper into where she was heading. I was able to catch her and say, forget that teacher. Let's sit down and look at it together. And that's why for me, tutoring, the tutoring industry, the concept of tutoring didn't sit well with me. I like the phrase academic mentor. Yep. Because it's love-centered and based. When I sat down with this young lady who was like a little sister to me and helped her then go back to that next test, regain her confidence and get a B plus, needs to say, business aside, her mama told everybody. Good. And that referral is what started my original company, which at 23 years old was, or 24 years old was Donaldson Scholar Mentors because the scholar and the mentor dynamic would eventually evolve to United Mentors in 2012. So almost 11, 12 years later, I think even longer than that, an evolution happened where the second part of my story, as I was serving in a church, playing in their band, my jazz saxophone, yes, I played football, I got good grades, and I am a musician, which I pride myself in, all credit to my mother, I felt inspired to evolve the company's brand to United Mentors. But yet, Emma, that was still a four profit entity. You know why? Because I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know about nonprofit organization. I didn't know I was capable of creating a nonprofit organization because I didn't, I didn't grow up with that. I didn't know how to create such a thing. Yep. It was beyond me. Right. So yep. now this for-profit is blowing up, landed a major contract with a native American Seminole tribe of Florida down here in Miami, a half a million dollar contract. I'm a kid from the hood who didn't know about real money making hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, right? Nice. Guess what I do naturally? I start giving back. I start taking 10% of our revenue and giving it back to where I come from in scholarships. And that was the origin of the Epic Foundation. Well, that is, uh, you should thank your mom the way she... Uh, <laughs> brought you and taught you and nurture you because I was ready to say it when you started to make money, I said, yeah, you blow it out. <laughs> because <laughs> most people will do that. It's like, oh, I'm making a ton of money. I don't care. I'm going to living the, the, the high life. Uh, it's amazing you took that step to give back for scholarship, to really your passion and your love really, I will say, uh, was epic uh, at that time. Mm. Now, how did you do the transition from a profit to a non-profit? Great question. I have not. I haven't had to. In fact, the formula of success is having both. Yep. 
It is th that, that is what I've been privileged enough to say. I, I initially, just like from a spiritual standpoint, had to really follow my gut. And for me, again, I'm an acronym fool. So EPIC's an acronym. Gut is an acronym to me. And regardless of, and again, with no judgment of people's, you know, religious views, yeah. to me, gut stands for God's unbiased truths. So when my gut is telling me to do something, or Emma, we all know this, when my gut is telling me not to do something, yeah. right? Yeah. And I choose to do it anyway and ignore <laughs> that gut feeling. These yeah. are unbiased truths. I love you. I don't care. If that I love you, it is still the reality that this is right or wrong. Yeah. So that's my gut feeling. So for years, I had this for profit and I was constantly in conflict thinking I need to create or transition or change it to a nonprofit. And this was not true. My gut told me, stop. No, that is not what you should do. Keep it separate. Keep Epic pure nonprofit charitable foundation to the point where Emma, I don't get paid from contributions, donations. We don't, I don't get paid off of that. And that's good. This is what I appreciate right here. You don't get a salary. You actually give back. This is called give back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that transition, if you will, was more in alignment. And the alignment essentially is a model that allows Epic to organize various service-based for-profit organizations that can deliver the service so that we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We just have to qualify it. Yep, you're a full service with a mix of, it's a hybrid with a profit and non-profit. Absolutely. And it's all based on the service itself. Scholarships mm -hmm. are pure, money comes in, money goes out. The mentorship pillar of our organization, because we have three focus areas, scholarships, mentorships, the mentorship, and career pathways. So under the mentorship pillar, that is where all the, these alliances, companies like Jumpstart Tutors that are, they were just featured in Forbes Magazine, who I actually know the owner. She is an incredible educator. She loves kids deeply. She knows how to make money too, because she's yeah. brilliant, Yeah. but she loves kids. So our allegiance, our alignment allows us to be able to help kids who come from communities who cannot afford her services and services like United Mentors to have access to those services so that educational equity is truly delivered. Nice. That is nice. I'm, I'm looking, Emma, um, by the way, as you're talking and I'm listening, I'm looking at your website and I'm under okay. the events as well because I'm looking at what you have as events which is uh great as well you got it seems like you're you're mentioning that i love that website actually and i can see the united mentor i say udt i saw the donaldson family trist draft pros brian law it's it seems like do you uh, uh for sponsors uh mem sponsors uh well yeah we can call it sponsor or donation uh, any companies can come and uh, how do how is the process to connect with you for any companies who would like to give some scholarship some money to you what are they uh, how do they go about to connect with you do they go to your website and do they have a place to contact you directly there what what is the process for them to do that absolutely and, and I really appreciate that question it means a lot to me because 
you know, we are the type of organization, I will answer your question, forgive me, um, but we're the type of organization that's really trying to add more value yep. to those who give to us, right? So mm -hmm. everyone who contributes to our organization will get added value. If it is connecting them with their ideal client and avatar, if it is making sure that they are having the media exposure to grow their business, because we want everybody to grow with us together. So their support is mutually beneficial. And yes, absolutely. Go to our website, epicsouthflorida.org. There's an easy way to donate by just literally clicking the donate now button. Oh yeah. Yep. And what that will do is give you an opportunity to contribute. And it doesn't matter how much, great or small, there are opportunities to give reoccurrently out of sight, out of mind, because you care about what it is that we're doing, but you're so busy. You can't remember to do this every month, every quarter. So you can literally put a payment on a reoccurring schedule, $25, $50, $100, or you can give major contributions via sending in a check. We are, they, there are so many options. But if you are looking to partner, that is what 2022 and beyond is about for us. If you are looking to partner with the organization, if you're looking to make a dynamic impact on the community in general, then I would highly recommend you go to our contact us page, put in your information, write a quick message to us saying, we are interested to partner with your organization. We are X company. We'd love to have a conversation and we will make sure to reach out to you within 24 to 48 hours. Mm -hmm. No, this is great. So um, how, you said you so far have um, helped thousands of children and now you're expanding to other uh, parts of the U.S. What do you need from all of the areas of the U.S.? Because you said you got some um, scholarship and uh, mentoring in New Jersey. Am I right? Yes, ma'am. Okay. So what do you need from over there and from other states where you call it, you're, um, where the children are located and how companies that can look at your website can define uh, if they can be, you know, like you talked about when uh, the children, you talk to those uh, teenagers that, and you ask them for the path, they would, the career they want, and you want to bring them on site for a week. Uh, are you make them gonna fly over to Florida? What are you gonna do for the children? They are outside of Florida, but you want them to experience for a week or two uh, what it's like to be working in, an, uh, in a career that they are thinking they want to go there, they want to do. That's a great question. So first and foremost, to unpack it, uh, starting with our website, right? So our yeah. website itself was newly launched last year we love it. It is beautiful. The aesthetics is incredible. Thank you for the compliment. Um, but it is still evolving, yeah. right? There's still more that is going to be reflected throughout this year. Hopefully, by even by the end of this quarter, we're going to have some updates on the website to reflect new corporate partners, you know, new areas. Right now, obviously, everything has been fixated and focused on South Florida. And yeah. let me explain why. South Florida, for those of you who are familiar with Miami, yep. Magic City, right? The dirty South, <laughs> the swag that we know. We also understand that there are just some disparities yep. when it comes to education down here. If mm -hmm. you Google and see how we rank in the U.S., right, as a state, we are probably third or fourth to last, number one. Number two, 
a lot of the grant and funding that came into this state, unfortunately, by those who were, let's just say wise enough, right? Because mm-hmm. uh, uh, they say wise as a serpent sometimes, snakes, yeah. Yeah. to write for those funds and procure those funds did not necessarily use the money for the right reasons. And because of that, this state, from what I understand based on various grant writers I've been exposed to, has been blacklisted. Oh, great. So what does that mean? If we can do it here, we can do it anywhere. Yep. So that's why we focused on South Florida. But the Epic Foundation has extended its reach because of relationships, because of the relationships with some of the kids that have now gone off to other states, because of relationships with some of these corporate partners, corporate contributors that have fallen in love with our mission and really want to make their impact dynamic. We have been able to extend our reach on a small scale, and we are looking to accelerate what it is we're doing in at least three to five different states by next year. So there will be a lot of evolution going on in this next year. With that said, one of the things we always remind people to do is get connected. That's all we're looking for. We want to connect. If you are open, willing, if you are uh, the type of human being who loves what it is that we're talking about, and you want to be able to exercise your money, your time, and even your magic, your experience, your relationships, relationship capital, you cannot put a dollar sign on that. It is priceless. And that is what we're looking for. We're looking for people who are open to creating a relationship with me, AJ Donaldson, with the Epic Foundation, with all of those who are incorporated already to our foundation. And that will allow us to extend our reach through what you have already that's invaluable in your possession, which is your ecosystem. Okay. So I maybe have a little thought that came along as you were talking about your website. Absolutely. Are you going to be able, because I think, you know, when we talk about mentorship, I think people are not, unless they have a visual somewhere, um, show your footprint in the US. So we know you're, you're Florida, you're South Florida. So people are like, well, my company is in New York or it's in Baltimore. So right. I'm not going to be, you know, I, I, it, it seems very good. I like the, I, you know, the idea of help or mentorship. I'm going to need to find a foundation that can do the same thing, but maybe I'm not finding anyone. But if you are expanding, like you said, right now you got mentorship over there going on in New Jersey, in other states, would it be nice as an FYI uh, to have a map where you can show your footprint? So if, let's say I have a company in New Jersey and I'm looking and I come across your website and I'm looking at it, I say, I like that foundation. I would like to do mentorship or I would like to invite if teenagers, if whomever need mentorship comes here and they are interested to the career and the business I have, have the possibility to connect with you and say, hey, AJ, I have, um, let's say, a manufacturing uh, uh, company that do uh, devices. Do you think that if one of the children would be inter- you know, interested to do an internship for a week, a couple of weeks, just to see how it works, 
and you're like, well, okay, not a problem. And you come across one of the, the those teenagers just said, hey, I would like to know a little bit about uh, making devices, uh, medical devices. And it's like, well, I have a company right there not far from you that you could spend a week or two that could open up because you, you know, uh, like you said, I don't know um, if you make the children travel or not, the teenagers travel from one state to the others and, you know, the logistic to do it, or if having companies that are in the same state and where uh, the um, scholarship and where the children are would right. be beneficial as well. That's what I'm thinking, because I love the website, but I think knowing that right now the focus is on South Florida, but you are extending it. Right. Yep. And having a map with a footprint could help companies to come into your organization and just say, we can help. Uh, and, you know, people will be more than happy to give money, especially when they see results, when they understand what you're doing, but not only for South Florida, but for the entire U.S. And they can see that footprint where you are and how you're growing within the U.S. will encourage those, uh, those uh, companies to come to you and offer their services, their knowledge, invite the children and give you uh, money as well to participate into those um, scholarship. So this is, goes to show you how important I find mentoring to be. Yep. Because what you just did for me was essentially pay forward your experience, your know-how. Guess what I've been doing while you were speaking? But that's, I, I cannot help it. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what I was doing while you were speaking as the avid mentee? But because I heard you, because I see it. <laughs> yep. You know what I was doing? I was writing notes. Yep. I was sending a message to my media team yep. already as you were speaking, because that's how important it is. So how valuable it is. Our life experience really, really can be as yes. long as somebody listens, understands, and actually takes action. That's, that's what right. I just did. I appreciate exactly. that because you're absolutely right. That is a brilliant suggestion. Thank and you so much for that. And I have already told my team as we grow, we need to develop a map on our website to outline the impact of our growth. Yes, because if you give the location where the scholarship are going, then the, the, the company will come to you. Right. It's not only the money, but the company will come to you because at that point, uh, you can even create a landing page that uh, can tell people what, you know, for the um, mentorship and for companies to come. Because I believe, that's why I wanted to talk to you. When I got you on the phone and we were talking, I got, oh, yay, that would be Emma. And the universe is behind it. It's like, Emma, you need to talk to AJ because there is a story behind it. There is something big. This right. company of yours, this, the two companies, what you created has, I see the big potential. I see a lot of things. And uh, I will not do a reading here, people, because I'm an intuitive. So that helps in the business I'm in. I'm an intuitive. So it helps a lot. <laughs> but uh, trust me, it does. <laughs> but Love for it. me, I think your team should be focusing on this one and really set as soon as possible on your web page, in your website, create a page where actually, if I'm going to Epic and I'm looking at where you are, where is your footprint in the U.S.? I'm a company in New Jersey, and I know if you put it somewhere and said, well, we need, uh, this is what we do, because it's not totally explained here. And that's why I wanted to talk to you. It's like, right. we need companies where we can have internships so the children can be involved. They can know your company. Yep. 
Absolutely. If I'm, if I'm a business owner and I, uh, well, I am one actually, but if I'm a business owner <laughs> with a biomedical company and I know there is potential to have children to become engineers or doctor or something along those lines that will utilize my products and want to be in there, are interested in those products or creating devices or do, and it doesn't matter what it is. It could be bakery, it can be anything, but I will invite for internship because I believe internship are valuable for children and teenagers. It's like an apprentice. If you go and you yeah. do a trade school, you're yeah. becoming an apprentice. And yep. to me is essential because those children are exposed to something they never know, knew right. as well. As a business owner, oh, uh, owner, not owner, but owner, I am now in a, in a position where I can teach and show teenagers, what do I do in my life? What, what yep. is yep. my company? And it helps so much. I think it's connecting uh, everybody's close. Like you said, you're closing the gap in education and for children. But at this point, you're closing the gap between future employees and businesses. And maybe along those lines, like you did for you at the age of 23, decided to create your own business, then those children going to a trade school, going to wherever they're going to go, university, will become entrepreneurs as well because it will inspire them to create something or maybe a partner, maybe do a joint venture with that company and said, you know what, I'm 23 years old. I want to start to work with your company, but I want to create something on the side and I want a joint venture with you. Right, exactly. So Absolutely. Much that is that you, you, you are right there with us. The vision, you caught the fire. That is the vision. And even Emma, we could talk about this all day long of how this will affect our economy because yeah. let's think about it yeah we can always just make money off the debt yep right and these kids are sitting here consolidating and all the lawsuits that are going on with these uh, uh these school loan organizations and things like that or we can have people actually generating income earlier generating income yep. earlier paying their taxes earlier mm -hmm. what really helps America's economy more. Exactly. And the next generation is the, we are the legacy and the next generation is the one who's going to pick it up. So we may as well give them what they need, the tools, everything right. they need to be successful and not being left behind or forgotten. Exactly. exactly. Yep. Absolutely agree. And I'm honest to God, the foundation of what education I believe was always meant to be. And it has its purpose. Like I said, you're trying to be a doctor. Emma, I'm sure you can agree you're not doing surgery on our bodies <laughs> until you've gone to school, college, residency, all that stuff. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So it has its purpose. Absolutely. But and we need doctors, please. If you want to be a doctor, get good grades, go to school. We got your back. But for the other 95 percent of us. Is college the only way to be successful? Yeah, that's the question. Right? Or even more so, go to college when you can afford it. Yes. Because if you don't have a scholarship, you're in due. Exactly. exactly. Because the bank are not going to give you a loan. Nope. <laughs> They're going to look at you, smile, and say, have a nice day. No, nope, that's not happening. Unless you get somebody, a good Samaritan, 
And I've seen it uh, here, one person who has done it for underprivileged people, children mm -hmm. and young adults, but this is one in a million. Right, right, absolutely, absolutely. We're not saying it's not possible. You no, know, no, we don't say it's not possible. Exactly, you know? or your, your lucky star is right there for sure. But right. again, it's one in a million. Right, I'm sorry, I'm not yeah. out of the million. I'm not taking that bet, exactly, let's play yeah. the odds. <laughs> yeah, it's like winning the Powerball. Well, I need to get up in the right foot and feeling it because if not, I'm not playing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I roll. But Absolutely, no, agree wholeheartedly. I, I believe that if you can release that website and the footprint, it really gonna uh, um, jumpstart yeah, uh, companies no. and put something next to it for companies who want, because I believe, you know, the website is fabulous, but I believe for mentorship as well, let no companies that, you know, we're bringing the children. I'll do a video about it. Actually, it would be even nicer if you can do a, a video, just ideas. And I'm because, uh, yeah, yeah, that's me right here, right now. But uh, <laughs> just the videos explaining because I believe if you have a small video, then you can add it to a la nice landing page and encourage companies. I can guarantee companies will open their doors. Then it can be a bakery, they can be a law office anywhere in the US, uh, a surgeon, maybe not to go to the hospital into the, the, the OR, but um, just <laughs> explaining and opening the doors will give possibilities for children to really realize that, hey, maybe it's not my world, but at least I have an experience of what it is and when they find the right fit, like you're doing it, it seems like you got a program and a process in place for children to narrow it down, what, you know, or, or give them a few options of what they could do. And if they really, if I go on site and experience it, then it's going to resonate with me. And I'm going to turn around and say, well, AJ, I want to go and learn to be an engineer because I'm interested of what I saw for this company. And my have at that point you could even connect with those companies and say you know you inspired emma to go and go in that field they <laughs> might be on the top of it put a scholarship and said you know what if emma is that interested i am so happy let me do the scholarship for her and maybe Can I share something with you yeah so i mentioned draft pros yeah um, as one of our top donors and corporate sponsors more specifically, partners, right? Yeah. These are one of our corporate partners. Their CEO is a part of our board. He is a part of our salary raise. He contributes to scholarships. And even more important towards the impact we've made on kids, as I mentioned, and to elaborate on it a little bit more, he has carved out a career path, a trade and vocation within his organization for kids that are 18 and older. So when I mentioned that cohort of the 16 and 17 year olds that we're qualifying right now, yeah, 17 to 18 year olds or 17 turning 18 year old, that's how we're exposing those specific kids that are interested and intrigued in STEM, science, technology, engineering, yeah. mathematics and STEM. We bring them, especially by location, like you said, map, we yeah. bring them to draft pros to expose them. There is a child and I say child because I'm old now, but there is a <laughs> child that is there at draft pros at 19 years old who's making from 3500 to $5,000 a month right now at 19. That's awesome. And That's he's going great. to college part-time because yep. he was exposed and wise enough to choose 
to get the money first and pay for the college part-time instead of doing the reverse and going in debt. Yep. And I like it. I like it. And that's why it's like for me, because you're working close with Draft, they know you and he's on the board, which is great. Right. But for companies like could be in New Jersey, could be in New York, could be in LA, could be in Minnesota here, right. then knowing what you do, bringing the intern, internship and giving possibilities for kids. Because again, if it's a good fit and they love the company and the company was impressed when they visited and really stood out and they know, then they will do, uh, most likely, I will say over 50%, and I don't know why the word 50% come up here, but that must be true somewhere over the rainbow. Mm. If I say so, that over 50% of the business owner will be more than happy to pay for the scholarship and offer a job at the end of the day to the kid. So if the kid just said, okay, I'm gonna go and learn this, at the end of the day, I have a job waiting for me. Hey, can it be any better than that? You don't have to be worried about when you're done and graduate, where you're gonna go. Right, exactly. And And you can do- If I may, I think it's even more than 50% because if you have a child who ends up sticking to the program and finishes, technically what has happened is now this company has helped raise this child within their, their business. Yes. Exactly. Right, this is like this is like the you know how they say like the CEO's son who gets a job and takes over yep. the company one day. Exactly. That they have literally raised. There is a reason why it's called our livelihood. Yes. These are lives. So when you're raising these kids in love and sincerity and integrity to be yeah. able to really fall into their purpose at an age, they are now loyal. So imagine your workforce comprised of these kind of people. Exactly. And uh, not only this, but you take them during the summertime, give them a paid job for mm. those children. So in- instead of doing something that you should not be doing, they are going in there and investing their time and learning the company and continue to know. And they're excited because you see people, you see co-worker and people will take them under their wings. To right. me, is is a great opportunity, but that needs to be explained because I believe Yes. If you guys don't explain this in your website in a very short video or something, then you're not going to get all of the companies uh, on board to come that would be more than happy to open door- their doors and explain and show. I can yeah, guarantee they will be knocking right. at the door. Absolutely right. Yeah, it's a newly established program that we just launched. Yep. Barely even launched. We're actually just recruiting the students right now, qualifying yep. them. Yeah. So it's, it's essentially a slow rollout that we want to have up by the new school year. So Emma, this time, and I wouldn't even say next year, this time in August, let's say, I assure you the website will be reflecting exactly what it is that you're talking about and beyond yeah. in regards to career pathways. And if I may, our social media, if I can talk about this, there's a reason. This oh, is not do. just... This is not just a cheap plug, right? No. You don't understand the yep. reason why I'm promoting our social media because it's a perfect example of what we're talking about. I have a former student of mine by the name of Savannah who I found on LinkedIn and staying and keeping in touch with some of the, the just impactful students. Those kids have really made an impact on my life doing profound things. Finding out that in her senior year, she was running the entire social media of her university. So I said, this is incredible. I hate having to manage our own social media. You should come in. We should talk about you working with Epic. She came in. 
She, she, she spent some time on our social media. We were paying her. She eventually did what? Started her own business. And I'm happy to say, as her former teacher and mentor and tutor even really, all of those things encompass as in her life as a mentor, academically, I was one of the first people, my organizations, both of them, by the way, were the first checks that her organization ever received. Cool. That's awesome. So Epic South Florida on Gmail, or excuse me, not just Gmail, excuse me, on Instagram, at Epic South Florida, spelled all the way out, just like our website, on Instagram. You can find the Epic Foundation South Florida on LinkedIn. You can find us on Facebook. It's a little shorter, Epic SFL. We have all the platforms, Twitter included, covered because of this young lady's work. You will see how dynamic our media is. And I bring it to, uh, to your attention and to your audience's attention is because yeah. that is one of the best ways to stay plugged in to the progress of our organization. You're going to see it for yourself. You're going to see when we eventually finally unveil the Career Pathways program and how broad this organization has now been able to go because of some of these partnerships outside of Florida as well. Okay, so my um, just to let you know as an FYI, because you're going to put on it a website, you're going to be modifying and put some staff, uh, staff available in August. So here's as an FYI, a little hint, you should be starting to talk about what I just spoke about into yeah. your social media and start to the conversation. You can start to attract people. Don't wait August. Absolutely. That's why I mentioned the social media yeah. and Emma, you got to show you got to follow us on social media. We need to start like uh, collaborating on social media. Let's do it. No, this is what I'm going on my iPad, actually. <laughs> I'm opening my iPad, to be honest, guys. And I'm, I need to shut off my, uh, here we go, my wifey because my fifi is a pen on the rear end on this one. <laughs> but I'm going actually into social media and I am uh, going to start to follow you. I have to figure out where on my Instagram because grandma once in a while has an issue with her stuff. <laughs> like, my goodness. Take, I, love I hear you. I'm with you on that one. one. Ugh, sometimes I am like, totally with you. <laughs> but no, I am I'm gonna follow you because what yeah, because the teasing part of it, even if you don't have this ready yet, but people should be talking about this program right now. You should right. start to make noise, you should start the conversation and explain for the map, explain at least give location or states where you already are. So yeah. people understand that you're growing outside of South Florida telling your story, compelling story, but it's really right now to um, bring more businesses into the equation per state. So right. it gives the opportunity and the chance for those children because if they want like the, the, the children, the teenagers in New Jersey, are, they gonna, are you gonna make them fly down to South Florida to see how run a law office or what is your intention? So look like connecting with the local businesses yep. to connect with those local schools and children, yep. not to say that the child has to be limited to their county, city, or state, because we do have a lot of kids that at a certain age, they want to get out of mommy and daddy's house and get far away as possible. So it doesn't limit them in that respect, but even sharing some of those expenses and costs if they were to go outside of Florida, but we are primarily focused on local impact. So okay. we can have local impact New Jersey with local businesses and local schools connecting together. We are the liaison between these 
local schools connecting to these local businesses to which they would not have had access just purely based on model, modeling, and limited resources. Yep. I agree. And that's why. So that's why people need to know you're expanding and it's more, it's beyond uh, beyond Florida at this point, which is, I think, one of the best things we can ever do for children and give them the, the, the possibilities to really go on their journey and really live their life purpose because, you know, not everybody is born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Not everybody right. has the luxury to go to university. Not everybody fits in a university world right. either. So we need to be honest with that. Everybody is destined to do something different, but being able to expose them, help them, support them along their journey will will make them even more inspired young entrepreneurs or giving back, learning to give back. Like you said, you were impacted when you got mentors that helped you and that really made a difference in your journey. Right. And it would be nice if everybody has that opportunity as well. And can I address something, Emma? I think yeah. you're going to appreciate this because let's just address the elephant in the room that I think a lot of times people don't want to talk about. Um, and I have no problem in leaning in and engaging in the, the controversy, if you will, that <laughs> those who are maybe higher echelon, right? I don't know about you, right? I, I am very happy about my level of success. I've had to define success for myself. Yep. So I find myself to be very successful. Yep. Though at 16 years old, I thought success was having $65 million. Me too. Right? And on the pursuit of that 65, $65 million, I ended up getting married and having kids. And I had to realize my definition of success is being available. Yeah. Being present in my sons. I was privileged enough to have sons, nothing against daughters. I don't know what kind of father I would have been if I had a daughter, Emma, you would have never met me because I'd be an assassin in the bushes <laughs> trying to take out every little boy talking to my, my daughter. My name is the shotgun at the door. Who's exactly. <laughs> exactly. So God knew best to give me sons. Yes. <laughs> and so as a father of sons my my growth as a human being knowing that a lot of us are as adults are really just children wearing adult suits that yes. child still exists we have to face that child every single day and so when I think of that inner child me at 13 years old yearning for a father's love I want to make sure I'm present that my sons can see me every day that's success for me yes right Yes. So now, elephant in the room. Yeah. I have those people who are the DECA millionaires that I am privileged enough to now be in uh, a different conversations now. And yeah. one of the topics that comes up is like, well, wait, hold on. Everybody can't be a business owner. Because if everybody's a business owner, if everybody's an entrepreneur, then who's actually working for the business? Emma, if I had to offer you that line of thinking, as brilliant of a human being as you are, where does your mind go in respect to the same concept of helping children to fall into their purpose, which may fall into entrepreneurship and business ownership? I would, I would say, uh, what are you drinking? Because that would <laughs> piss me off. That will totally piss me off. And I say, really? Well, I'm going to show you how. 
I to love me, it. it's an insulting things, and it's basically cutting somebody else's wings. Mm. And I have a problem with that. Amen to that. Amen to that. And yeah. so let, let's talk. This is how I've addressed it. Can I share with you how I've addressed oh, please it? Please do. Yes. Yes. So I, I asked the question, well, you know, what is some of the pain points you've had within your business practices, right? Yep. And so the turnover lately, the workforce issues, people who don't want to wake up and come work for you, right? Yep. Because maybe they don't like you. <laughs> number well, one when you start to make these kind of things it's kind of information i will not go work for your company because it doesn't look like you are um empowering your employees thank you maybe they ended up falling because of the systematic issues yeah into an occupation or job that does not fall into that human being's purpose in life mm -hmm. and this is exactly why you can see the results end up being what they are. Now, we all know that time is not on anyone's side, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, from the day my son was born, I have to be thinking of his future. When I consider the future of these companies, I said, well, wait, there will always be a season unless, like you said, Emma, you grew up with a silver spoon in your mouth. Yep. There will always be a season that you will need to work and earn money to at the very least even start yep. a business. Yes. So providing an opportunity for somebody to earn that income, there will be more allegiance. There will be more loyalty because you're not hindering them from their own success. Absolutely. And now you have somebody who actually works for a purpose on purpose with a purpose, not just brainless, square thinking in the box, and may even help your organization be propelled. Yep. I agree. So if we're able to help from the very basis and everything that's going on, all the craziness that's going on in our world. Yep. When I look at the country that we're in right now, I look around the rest of the globe and I said a lot of them already know, they've already got it going on. This is exactly why some of the trades and some of the things that were happening internationally, where we depend on other countries versus being able to do it internally. Yep. Why? Because we're not at the very baseline supporting our human beings, not just our children, but human beings here in this country. Yep. To grow into their purpose. I agree. I totally agree with you. Not just work a job, not just go in debt, not just be dependent, right? There will always be a season based on building businesses that I will need to work for somebody, but maybe I can then create my own business that now cuts down on expenses. And I'll, I'll you know, I'm going to step off my soapbox here, but I think the point has been made as to at the end of the day, if we were really able to invest and evolve our education system, I have deemed it as more of a school system because our education should not it did not and should not start and end with school agree it started at home it started mm -hmm. with people who love us who care about this and then there's a major drop off at a, a specific season and that i believe is disparity at the core of our country yes totally agree that is very well said
I appreciate it. So, Emma. Yes. I love what it is you're doing with this, uh, this, this podcast. I love everything, how you're showing up in this world. I love the energy. I can't even see your face right now, but your energy is just emitting off of the screen. E for Emma, E for Epic, E for Energy. I am so excited to align with you. I'm so excited to talk to you more and be more exposed to even what it is that you do and how you show up in the world because I was moved. When we were on the phone, you mentioned it earlier, the OWL, the OWL app, right? Yeah, the OWL app, yes, because uh, people don't know. but uh, And it's coming from, by, by the way, from Florida, which I did not know. And um, somebody created that app and we connected via that app, which is wonderful. And I help, we talked about it and I help, uh, I'm a business coach and intuitive as well, but I'm helping actually small, medium companies to uh, recover the leads and revenues that were affected by yes. the COVID. And I have um, a software that I utilize that has uh, 200 and, uh, 497 million different algorithm in the back. Uh, it, wow. The software doesn't do everything, but it's calculating a lot of things based on the industry, based on who people are, based on uh, information and I gather as well. And I'm able to help them to actually, that's why I talked about your website actually, because I looked at your website and I'm like, okay, we've got some missing pieces here. But um, you're going to put in, which is good, actually good information, but I'm helping uh, those businesses to recover and not spending thousands and thousands of dollars throwing money out of the window because they don't know how to do marketing, they don't know how to uh, lay out a website, they don't know, and I'm teaching even funny, we talked about this, I'm teaching even a class uh, that is called uh, Let's Talk About Business, because a lot of businesses mm. don't know how to do lead generation, get conversion, conversion equation rates. They don't know how to sell their items because they don't know how to do a cross sales and up sales, uh, down sales. They, don't, they are thinking about discount, which the word discount should be removed from everything. So I'm doing this every day on wow. Wisdom app. Uh, and it's free. People can access it. So this is what I do. Well, if you need some people to know about doing business, I would be more than happy to um, do a call and have people coming and attending live uh, from Zoom or whatever. But this is what I do. So for me, helping uh, companies to succeed uh, is the goal, because when they're succeeding, then they can continue to grow and evolve and do what they're supposed to do because you got great services like yours, guys. What you're providing is beautiful. And it should not be, like you said, you're starting to have your footprint all over the US. It should be pushed at the biggest scales because this is, to me, um, the bridge in between the children that are left behind to a great future they might have, but they don't have that bridge. And you are the bridge. You're closing the gap. And, and involving wow. other business owners. It's not only for the donation. Donation is great because it helps for the scholarship. It helps for pay. If you don't have money here, you're basically out of luck when it comes down right. to education. Right. It's very, very difficult for children to have access to good education uh, compared to other countries where you go to university in, in other countries, you pay only maybe a thousand dollars, maybe, or uh, and they help you to pay that as entry for four years and you're done. 
But here, it goes by the thousand, twenty, thirty, sixty, hundred, two hundred thousand dollars just to go into schools, and that's not even talking about the elite right. schools. Um, so it's very difficult. Right. And for me, being able to to see what you guys can do and the potential you've got is among us. So that's what I love: is being able to help people and help uh, smaller companies that will you know, improve their, um, their, not only growth, their sales, but bring people and involve their own employees to be part of the company and not just a robot. You know what I mean? If you feel like a robot, you're not seeing and yes. it's just a number. Well, I'm not going to stick in your company, but if you have the hearts to, you know, involve me into your company, I'm going to be part of your company. And I'm going to stick around as long as I can in there until my retirement, basically. Right. So, Absolutely, yes. And let, and let me just say this, Emma, if I can say this about you and everyone who's listening to this call, this, this podcast, this conversation, Emma and I were on the phone for what, nine and a half minutes? Yep. It was like nine, it wasn't even 10 minutes. And I was completely floored by one, the energy, the, the, just the emotion and the, the love that was just emitting through my cell phone, talking to this incredible human being. Oh, you know, I love the fact that she had the Italian accent because it kind of sounded like Caribbean at first when I first <laughs> heard her. So I was like, oh, this is my fellow Caribbean lady. And she's like, no. <laughs> so yep. it's all fun energy. It was such a great conversation. And then when you shared with me what you do and how you, you know, how you show up in this world, I was floored because guess what? I, like many, did not know that I did not know. I had exactly. no idea mm -hmm. that this even existed or that this was even a possibility. And this is exactly why what it is you do is so valuable. And if I will, if I may, that's an education. That's a true education. Teaching people what they don't know they don't know. Yeah. Especially if, if you want to start your business or you already have a business. But, you know, like I, I explain every day, I even I contacted the Chamber of Commerce here. We'll see if they're going to uh, let me do a class over there as well, because this needs to be taught to people. You know, when right. you started yours, you had when you started, you wanted to help people. But did you know, did you know everything that goes behind it or what it takes to run an operation? Exactly. And a lot of people nope. don't know that. A lot of people, they want a website, but they don't know how to make their website uh, proper, meaning I'm, I'm showing you something, I'm going to interrupt you, I'm going to engage, I'm going to educate you, and you're gonna, not going to resist, you're going to take the offer, because what I have for you is what you need. And a lot of people don't have that. They don't understand the lead conversion. They're afraid to like, I'm going to spend so much time doing things. I'm like, no, you don't. You only have to do few things. Few simple changes can lead you to more people coming for your business. And a lot of people don't know that. They don't understand. They've never been taught. And that's what uh, I started all of this, teaching it for free. I'm like, no, no, the people need to know. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> So that's part of giving back wow. because a lot of people, I see companies, I see uh, somebody from actually South Florida connected with me and I need to, uh, I'm waiting for those guys to, uh, to hear back. 
and um, uh, at, uh, it was in, in the automotive world, actually. Uh, I think it's an RV there, uh, whose name? It's uh, Marcus Nunez. And he connected with me because he started a, a very a small company with his brother uh, in October. And I'm waiting for him because I'm like, I want to see your website. I want, I see potential. I'm like, oh my God. And talking with him very briefly on OWL, I'm like, you got that information, but it's not where it needs to be. And like, oh my goodness, wow. if we put this together, my goodness, they're going to come from all over the US to buy your stuff because what you're doing is amazing. Right. But again, it's, it's the wow. teaching is they don't know how. That's, right, exactly. That's, exactly. The, that's the hardest part. And who's, whose fault is that? Like, who, who are we going to blame? Are we going to just keep pointing <laughs> fingers? Who cares? Like, at the end of the day, we got to step up and do something about it. And that's what you're doing, Emma. That's what Epic is doing. This is yeah. why we're so happy and proud to align with you. Because, again, if we spend too much time pointing fingers, which fails us time and time again, we don't get anywhere. We're just hamsters on a hamster wheel versus taking action that can get us out of our situations. We are part of the problem, not the solution. And always pointing fingers doesn't resolve Indeed. anything. And, you know, I was uh, here. I don't know how, how you started your profit, but when I got my register here, the state, the Chamber of Commerce sent me a book that would put me to sleep. Literally, I looked at it. I said, I don't comprehend anything you're saying in there on how I should start my business. It was nice. It's very well written, but oh my God, I need a right. translator here. I'm gonna, if I have insomnia, right. I will read the thing and fall asleep. And wow, to me, exactly. Exactly. you know, I don't know. I don't know how you felt if they sent it to you, uh, same thing too, but it was a beautiful book. But at the end, I looked at it and like, oh my God, do I need to be a, do I have a PhD and be a brain surgeon to understand? I'm like, right. oh my God, this is too complicated. You need to make it simple. So it's very intimidating when you start your business and you don't know what you need. And reading this is make you're lost in the middle. So it needs to right. be explained in a way that it's easy for people to understand. And it's not that complicated, actually. It sounds like complicated, but nope. it's not. And uh, like you said, right. nobody's teaching us anything. Out, right. It's almost made out to be more complicated than it really is, needs to be. Not to, you know, not to be like a conspiracy theorist, but it's just like, what, what are we really trying to gain here? Why are we making this so complicated? Are you telling me that I don't deserve to be a business owner because hey, if I can't follow this, if I don't have the mental acuity to follow this and that's my fault, like what, what's really going on? Or, why this is so or is somebody unaccessible? Yeah. Or is somebody who write it up for a PhD level where it's like, no, you need to talk to everybody. It has to connect with everybody. So that's why it's, it's so no. great to see your organization where that's why I wanted to talk to you because it was like, there is something bigger behind that name. There is something bigger behind <laughs> South Florida because I knew there was something bigger than only South Florida. <laughs> and I'm like, this is really for me. That's why I wanted to talk to you because it's really that bridge that closed the gap. Yes. And it's not, you're, you're te the test incubator is South Florida. So it's becoming bulletproof at every level. If you can do it over there, you can do it everywhere in the US, that's a proof. But that concept going to every other state, to me, intern yes. internship 
is one of the key, and I've seen it in Europe because I am from Europe, an internship has go. been happening in trade school. Uh, even in high school, they, they used to do that, send people, kids for a week or two to go to different businesses so they, they know how things works, but not to an extent that you're doing it. But each, it, to me, is the key internship for the children to see and experience firsthand where, you know, you have a big dream. Is it the right big dream you've got? Or is it because society is telling you you have to be a lawyer, a brain surgeon, you have to be this and that, when in fact, you could be maybe an amazing pastry chef, could do amazing cake, right. make a ton of freaking money, but enjoying a craft you're, you are good at. And to me, you Can are- Can I hear something with you that happened personally? What? You broke up. You broke up a little bit there. Sorry. Can I share something that happened to my family, my wife and I recently uh, on a personal level? Oh, please do. So my son, I have two boys. I have a nine-year-old uh, and a 19-year-old. Oh, boy. <laughs> my 19-year-old is a young man that when he was a baby, um, his mother and I started dating, started, you know, we were just friends. And about the age of six or seven, um, things got a lot more serious and we ended up getting married, right? So I have been raising him for basically most of his life, right? Yeah. This is my, this is my son. And mm -hmm. I don't say stepson. We don't use those terms, step anything. I'm dad. He is son, period. He, he reached out to his mother last week. You got to really hear this. He reached out to his mom last week and he told her that he felt like a disappointment. Oh, really? He felt like we were, we were disappointed with him. Huh. And of course, as a good mother, she addressed it and she reached out to me and she said, you know, would you mind calling him? Of course. So I called him. I said, well, son, let me ask you a question. You know, where, where is this coming from? Like, why do you feel like you're a disappointment or that your mom and I are disappointed in you? Well, you know, last time, last year, this time, you know, I was in school and I knew that a year from now that I would be in college and I know that's where I was supposed to be or, I, you know, I thought that's where I was supposed to be and I'm not there right now. Um, and I just feel like you guys may be disappointed in that fact. I said, well, son, have your, has your mom or I ever told you that, you know, we were absolutely adamant about you going to college and that there is no other choice. And, you know, did we put that pressure on you? And he thought about it for a second. He's like, and you can see he had kind of this moment. He said, well, no, actually, no, you didn't. In fact, quite the opposite. And I was like, well, yeah, exactly. Because your mom and I, in our history as educators, right, not necessarily just teachers, my wife's a, a, a ESC coordinator, uh, and obviously, you know, function outside of the system. Um, but we know, based on our experience, the disparity behind just going to college willy-nilly, right? We were not going to be that family that pushed our kids to go to college. We want to push them to find their purpose. So I said, so you know this to be true. Okay, great. So where do you feel this emotion, this disappointment, this shame, where do you think it's coming from? Where do you think this pressure, that was a specific question, where do you think the, this pressure of going to college has really come from? And he sat there and again, he thought about it. He's like, mm, like society. And I said, yeah, let's yeah. unpack this more. Where are you experiencing society last year? 
at school. Yep. He had a moment. He said, your mom and I have never said that the only way for you to be successful is for you to go to college. We want you to find what you're best at. You are right now making more money than all of your friends who went are in college right now, spending money on an education that half of them will not use more. In fact, half of them will not even use because of this country. You are going to be in a much better place 20 years from now than both your mom and I, because we've also taught you how to invest your money and not waste it. Exactly. And if you would have seen the pride, if you would have seen the happiness, Mm -hmm. the transition, the change in his attitude and his demeanor as a 19 year old young man who's coming, he's coming to terms with these variables and these details of his life. And to be able to sit and say, wow, I never thought of it that way. Having to reframe that, not just as his father, but as someone who has now been able to be exposed to more. All of us have a story that needs to be paid forward. These kids need to be exposed to the truth. You know and what? imagine what my son would have gone through if his father, his mother was not as unplugged as we are, exactly. thinking that he's a disappointment. Exactly. Imagine some of these kids who have committed suicide, yep. who have gone through these emotional traumas. Yep. That's because sad. of the pressure unfoundly placed on them. And that's that's very sad um, to hear that uh, as well. We were pressure we were younger too, but the pressure here is different. But again, you always feel like a failure if you don't go to university. For somehow over the rainbow, it's a sign of success. And I'm like, no, it's not. Because if you're not right. meant to do that, you might be taking a pause, meaning maybe your son's going to decide to go his different path. And maybe later on, he's going to say, okay, I'm, I'm in my 30s, 40s. I want to pass a PhD. So I'm interested to go back and take school uh, maybe two to three right. times a week and do it on the side. It's like, it doesn't have right. to be done now. It's not, it doesn't define who you are. And that's the hardest part. So now as you're sharing yeah. this, have you ever thought to wrote a book? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I've had, <laughs> I've had two, saying. two notions that you just brought up was uh, writing a book and someone also uh, a mentor of mine has been trying to push me into politics and I'm like no no to both I have not I have not uh thought of doing uh politics for sure it's something my wife and I have just you know talked about and said uh uh-uh, not for us uh but no, I don't the book, think I, don't you know, think I always joke about it the book the book she just said yes because actually because of your experience and because of what you have seen through children, through the one you helped, then it will inspire others. It will inspire people. It will inspire children as well to read about it and understand I'm in that boat right now. There might be help around me and I'm going to find it. To me, the book, politics is a lot of boohaha. All right. It's, it's, I'm not even going to go there. For me, I'm like, no, politics is, is a waste of time. It's a, it's a case of li- liars and cheaters. That's what I call it, actually. 
And I am polite because I use different words. They are more flourishing on this one and I'm not going to go there. <laughs> but a book to me, you should think about it. You should think about maybe you wrote a blog and share stories because people and children and even adults will relate to it. It could save lives, actually. If somebody... Wow. No, but I'm serious on this one, actually. Yes. And I'm going to, I'm going to put, I'm going to challenge you on this one. I'm going to do, normally I do challenge on wisdom on people to make them talk and get their own show going. I am going to challenge you on this one because for me, it will save lives. And it will wow. heal other people who did not have the privilege to have a, um, an organization like you helping them to achieve their life purpose, their dreams. But they might have children wow, 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 wow. that could be helped. That's how impactful wow. this book will be. And you need to write wow. it. You need to at least write your story and how you started. You need to share that story, actually. it is. That's why I'm here today. Every collaboration I do has a purpose. It's not for me and be at the end of the day, woohoo, I did another collaboration. It's because there is something in there that people need to know and that will help people. Every person I collaborate with has something that will help other in, others in need. And for me, right here, right now, I am telling you the book, you should start to write it because it will save lives. If a child has a book, when you're telling your story, it is relatable because we all go through this in one form and another, right. knowing that even that book could be, uh, uh, basically all of the benefits could go to your uh, nonprofit actually, which would be full circle, but it will open the door for people to reach out to EPIC, to reach out somewhere so they have help. South Florida is lucky to have you. In Minneapolis here, we got nobody. We got you know the, the regular uh, me uh, mentor, be a big brother and sisters, all right, but they don't provide what you provide. Wow. And that saves lives. You did a good thing for your son. This is a testament that you did this to your son and helped him. Now imagine you put this in words and people reading it, children, older adults as well, who have gone through this, had no help and realizing at the end of the day, they're angry at society because nobody helped them. They needed a hand that wasn't there. And wow. they can understand this now. They can't, however, my rebuild to reverse themselves, connect with your company and said, I would like to be a mentor because I have a story to tell and inspire wow. those children. That will have a huge impact. I am serious when I say that because I have freaking goosebumps and the universe is like getting me all excited and I don't Same. drink coffee. <laughs> Just to say. I, I, I am covered in goosebumps also. I... Wow, I, I have I, to tell. I, I'm serious. You have to wow. start to write that book. You have yeah. to start to write blogs and publish this on social media. I am serious because, really, 
that's why I wanted uh, that's why I wanted you to be on my show and I said it will be two hours we're going to be close to two hours right now that's what I said to you you need two hours <laughs> wow. we are close to two hours right now because it's so important it's not only the surface and what you see but it's right. behind all of this and how it can help and I can see it uh, uh, the children and help people to heal because Mm. It is an opportunity of a lifetime to help this here, but that can go globally as well because people can uh, basically, you can model what you're doing globally as well to every countries. But here there is a dire need of help for those children who do not have the privilege, who don't have the, don't need to be, to go to university. They need to do something else that is their life purpose. Wow. And they don't feel like a failure. Like you said, when you started, you, you know, when you're a teenager, you wanted $65 million, you want to be a millionaire. Woo-hoo. But right now you're so uh, content with the life you've got because it's your life purpose. Right. And you're probably smelling and thinking, yeah, when I was a teenager, I was like, yeah, I wanted to be a millionaire, a billionaire. But I'm like, well, I don't need to because I'm content with everything I got in my life. My right. life purpose, I'm living it every day. But wow. those children need that opportunity and some you know uh i grew up i was poor we we were we were more than poor where i grew up so i'm not a rich kid even if sometimes people think i am and i have an attitude that looks like i'm a billionaire or whatever i got the attitude that goes with it for some unknown reason even yeah. as a kid it was funny but we were poor we grew up poor we passed it on clothes after clothes on uh, the three sisters except me i grew up faster than the others so after a while they could not get the clothes to me because i was already too tall but we were <laughs> wow. poor and we had to go through hardship. We lost our house. We, there is a lot of crap happened. I said to people as an analogy, the miserable and Cosette next to me was walking a freaking park. I said, I would have been <laughs> bitter under Hugo than go through the life I've gone through, which was poor to where I am today. Wow. But you need resilience. You need the rage inside of you to do it. You really need to be determined. And I have a warrior spirit that got me where I am today. And I, at times, I wanted to give up, but the universe kicked my butt and said, no, Emma, you got to continue right. your journey. But not every single kids have that rage inside of them that they can see or go blindfully like I did and end up where I am today. And those children need your help. So that's why, I'm, to me, your story uh, uh, is essential for everybody because it gives the hope that they are not by themselves you have been through you overcome and you created such a great company that you need to explain all of this behind it so that inspired others well i am i'm almost speechless which is rare for me i'm so happy <laughs> made you speechless <laughs> oh my god i'm i'm so moved i I'm, if I'm being honest, I just want to give you a big hug right now. Obviously, we're on Zoom, so I'm giving you a virtual hug. Yeah. Um, it has been, I mean, I'm so honored and privileged to um, have met you, to have had this conversation. Thank you so much for speaking in my life. That is a complete and utter confirmation. Um, and the, the season's now, like the really season's now. You're right. I had, uh, not many people know this, uh, very few people know this that I actually did start to write a book many years ago. Here we go. And I stopped. And, and I stopped. Pick it up. Pick up and the book. That's a season that we went through at that time. 
And, but like you said, the, the time wasn't right and the time is now. And, you know, I take that as a complete and utter confirmation. Um, I take it as a sign. I don't take those things lightly at all or lightly at all. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then I'm just, I'm floored by this conversation, how you've just like, like pierced my soul with your words via Zoom of all places. Let, let me say this. Uh, it's all the universe. As I said, I'm an intuitive. Yeah. So I channel the universe at all time. And that was a conversation I uh, just did with you. Just you, The entire conversation is with the universe, by the way. It's not with me. It's the universe right. talking through me. So wow. for the universe, yes, you need to pick up the book. The other reason it was the book was put aside because you needed to go through all of this until yep. now for right. you to share that story. Because the book would have gone, okay. But no, this book is going to impact and that's why doing a blog and you don't have to write like the blogs that I do, it's about 300 to 350 words. So you can do, uh, you can write, you start to write the book actually by doing those blogs and you put all of them together and you got your book, you're telling your story, but that needs to be shared. That needs to be shared because there is a lot of things and I can see it. Um, a lot of things and a lot of companies and a lot of people that will be impacted because it's all part of that ecosystem you created and you need all of those components. And the book, what you do is the bridge that's going to help. Because I said in Europe, internship are more common than here. Yeah, yeah. And that needs to be part of businesses to have internship with young children. And yes, they're going to be here for a week or two. Well, maybe that's going to bother a few people. Who cares? They're learning and they're going to learn more about it and really have the opportunity to make an informed decision if it's for them or not. And if it's not, then they're going to try maybe two, three, four, five, ten companies until they find their right fit. But they need to be given a chance. Wow. So I am. uh, So my mind is is spinning right now because between between the book, um, between uh, you and what it is that you're doing in this world and and the things that, you know, businesses surrounding businesses, everyone needs to know about this recovery that exists that, you know, we just don't know, you know, And, and, and if I may say this, if I can give you the same example, what we were saying about success and my son. Yeah. Two days ago, I live here in South Florida. It is literally 89 degrees outside right now. I love and it. two or three days ago, my air conditioner went off, died. <laughs> Sorry. Completely died. I no. mean, this thing has been, it has served us so well for the 11 years of us living in this home since we got married. Yeah. I mean, Arctic cold and it <laughs> died. <laughs> And of course, when I called my wife to say, babe, the AC is dead. The mechanic is here. And because of everything going on in the world right now, and I say the world, not just this nation, but yeah. in the world right now, something that would have usually cost us anywhere between 35, 45, maybe even $6,500 yeah. is going to cost us $10,000. No $11,000. Holy crap. Eleven thousand dollars my wife gasped the same way you just did and i said honey pause remember we have it we are in a different place now this is not one of those situations yeah where 11 years ago that may have put us on the street still 
it makes me gasp. Even if you, if you, even if I have the money or not, it makes right. me gasp. This is a lot. Right. And you know what happened with right. that money? First and foremost, this was literally days after having that conversation with my son. And wow. it dawned on me because guess what track he's on? He's on the track of becoming an electrician and potentially an AC mechanic. Oh boy, that's what you need at home. Thank I'm you. telling you. <laughs> and I told my wife, I was like, if this isn't a sign, because imagine if Junior had his AC license and was already working with the experience, $11,000 would have only cost us $3,500, $4,500 for the unit itself. Yeah. But this is a sign that, again, within our family, within our culture, within whatever it is we're doing, we need more of these jobs. And it's not to say that he has to be an AC mechanic for the rest of his life, but he's going to make incredible money, clearly, right? Yeah. No. Incredible money doing this to then, as he's continuing his discovery process and discovery process we're going with him, to figure out what he's best suited to do in this world. Exactly. Not only this, but here's the deal. And people need to realize you can be an electrician. You can be a plumber. You can yep. be a, a cook. You can be, um, I don't know, uh, what else? Uh, what are the other trades? You can be a baker. There's dentistry. And that doesn't stop you to be an employee. You can start your own business, people. Right. Think about right. it. You can be an independent contractor subcontracting for other company. That's why it's like, open your mind. Being in a trade school doesn't mean you're going to be, uh, and I know people right now who are in their 40s who are studying their own business. They've been in, uh, in, um, in, uh, in, in their own trades, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, uh, commodity, and I think it's for, uh, concrete. And they start oh, their own okay. business after uh, 15, 20 years of doing it. They have their own business now. Right. Yep. The, the sky is the limit. That's why I'm like, you can be creating something like your son maybe going to come up with a new furnace and a new air conditioning that's going to be revolutionary. Hello, exactly. people. Exactly. Exactly. So, no, but yep. I, that's why I'm like, you know, uh, we're limiting people by saying, well, you, this is what I call the ego, the illusional world of the ego. It's mm -hmm. the fluff and we put you in that little box. We're going to crime you jam you packed you in there we're going to put the lid on it and this is it for you right the problem is we need to break the glass ceiling we need to break those walls and just say no i'm going to think outside of the box i'm going to become my own trailblazer i'm my own trailblazer i'm going to create my own path so if I'm going to go into an electrical school become an engineer an a master electrician then I'm going to start uh, probably uh, for the next couple of two to three years to um, work for a company. Then when I know I'm comfortable and I become a master in that field, then I'm going to create my own business on the side. I'm going to start my own business. There is nothing to limit me or to stop me to do that. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Really? Exactly. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. And that's exactly where, you know, this, I mean, we could talk about this for days because ultimately the bottom line is we need to expose 
the next generation to the truth of what we've experienced, the truth that we've gained, your truth, my truth, all the alignment behind it, because there is so much commonality. There's so many common denominators that come to the same outcome of living a fulfilled, purpose-filled life does not look the same for everybody. Absolutely. And the opportunities are endless. It has to be tailored to ourselves. Correct. Trying to fit. And I think that's why the level of um, suicide in teens yes. and depression, because I had a nervous breakdown when I was a kid and I was an epic on this one, I was a teen. It's mm. because we don't fit in that society and they are trying to make us fit in a mold that is not belonging with us. And that's the battle we're getting. Yep. Yes, ma'am. You're absolutely right. You are 100% right. That so that's, 100% right. that's why you, you, you're, uh, what you're doing, your mission helps those children to do not feel their failure, to do not feel, well, you know, I'm going to end up on the street over there on the gutter and I'm going to sit uh, in a, uh, all day long on the street over there. And that's it. It's like, no, you got so much potential, but we need to point you to the right direction. And that's what you do. You're pointing them to the right direction for them to finally expand their wings and fly. I appreciate that. I mean, that means so much. There's so much to do, so much work to do. And I yeah. know we cannot do it without the help of individuals like you, you know, without the help of people um, who we've attracted to this foundation. You know, we're very privileged and proud of our team. We're very privileged and proud of our board. I have to say this, um, every opportunity I get, I wanna give a big shout out to the Katasus family um, who we lost their father, who was one of our board members okay. um, about a month ago. Um, and, and very tragically, we have his memorial tomorrow. Mm. This was a brother in arms. This is yep. a gentleman who showed up so dynamically in my life, in the life of many of the kids that we supported uh, on our board. Like I said, you know, just was truly an epic individual. And, you know, it breaks our heart that we lost this gentleman. This was a tremendous loss to the world. Um, and the way I look at his sacrifice and his, this loss as he being a martyr of our cause um, in this war that we're in to modify the society's mindset. Um, and we have his, his memorials tomorrow after, uh, evening, four to six, four to eight. Um, we're getting ready to celebrate his life together. And, you know, these, these moments in time that, you know, whatever we do, we do it in honor of his life and all of those other fallen heroes that have come before us yep. who've understood the disparities of not really loving each other with integrity, you know, with boundaries. We understand we can't be unconditional. Obviously, we have our families. But, you know, just knowing that, you know, the way he showed up, the example that he set before me. Um, it was very dynamic and it is just another confirmation as to, you know, what it is that we're doing is so important, integral and to seeing success in this world and see our world grow and be better. And, and he's going to watch over you from the other side. Like I said, he, bec he becomes an angel. So he will be there to watch and uh, shadow you anytime you need his help. I'm sure he will find a way to show you the path. So you lost him in a physical world, but you did not lose him in a spiritual world. That's absolutely, I agree wholeheartedly, a thousand percent. 
You yeah. know, he's a fallen, another one of our fallen angels. And, you know, I take that very serious and I appreciate yeah. that. Um, and, you know, we move on his behalf. You know, we Good. really do move on his behalf. Yeah, because I, I believe the mission you've got is a beautiful mission that will help a lot of uh, children, but I will also help businesses and community to grow closer as well. And right. not feeling like a distinction between who is whom, but having the privilege to have children coming into your business and being able to show them what you do and inspire them to be part of it or do something that will guide them to have a great opportunity for a great job and a life purpose. So for me, it's so essential. And I am, it's such a blessing to have been able to talk to you today because uh, we can spend uh, like six hours talking and there's no problem on this one. That's but, right. Uh, no, I just uh, wanted to talk to you because I wanted to know more. And I knew there was something more and deeper within uh, within your organization and what you do and who you are as a human being and how you're helping to close that gap because there is no other organization that I know so far who has done that. The other thing too, I feel that your honesty, your transparency, I do know where the money goes because a lot of organization, you never know where the money goes, but I do know for a fact that the money, everything that's been given to you guys for a scholarship goes to the children. Yes. And that to me makes a huge difference. Mm. Thank you so much for that. And so and like you said, I, I, I would love to talk to you for the rest of the day. This has been so uplifting. I'm so energized and excited to tackle the rest of this day. There's so good. much going on right now. I'm excited to reconnect. I'm glad you texted me. I have your number. And if I could say this to you in conclusion and final finals, um, what it is that we do is not possible without people like you. And yeah, absolutely. People have to get paid and there's jobs and you know, but the way we go about doing it with all financial transparency is when we do raise money for salaries, it's separate. We keep it very separate. Yes. Louis Katasus, the gentleman we lost, for example, he was a part of that. He was somebody who says, I'm giving X dollars for scholarships. These are earmarked specifically for that. And here is an additional $10,000, $20,000 because you need to hire and replicate yourself. Yeah. And I appreciate the love that he extended to us from him and his family as we celebrate his life tomorrow. And I say this last thing to you, what does our world, not even just our city, our county, our state, or our country, what does the world look like if we are really able to accelerate your organization, my organization, the reach of people like us in this world, how more dynamic will our world look 10 years from now? You will look a paradise. It and will be a that, paradise. It will be a word of peace. Absolutely. And with that, Emma, I am so honored. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for this time. I am looking forward to reliving this because this will also be a part of that book one day. <laughs> There's going to be a chapter named either Emma or that Emma podcast or your podcast because I'm going to remind people that this was a moment in time where the universe spoke through Emma, confirmed that I needed to pick that book up and keep oh, it you moving. Do. And we have blogs. You're absolutely, we do have blogs on our website, epicsoftflore.org. 
that we have been advertising on our social media, like Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff. They can find our website, but, but it has not been based on my own personal story. It's been more the mission. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. That is complete and utter confirmation. I appreciate you greatly. You're welcome. It was a pleasure speaking with you. I'm looking forward to talking again. You have my number. Please do not hesitate to reach out anytime. I will. Thank you so much. 